sis welcome back to sis sisters in social sister information social anything and everything from my perspective that's mental mom travel you name it we discuss it um today i just want to talk a little bit about mental health because this is may and that's mental health awareness um people just think well i'm speaking from the black community when we say mental health, it's something like what? Like a joke, almost like, a, um, I want to say, you know, just like that. we don't discuss it, really. Let's be for real here. We barely discuss mental health. The most you get is how you doing. I'm good. If someone say you're depressed, if someone say anxiety, those things don't come out of the black community. I mean, we, some people may say it as a joke or, you know, something as a cliche, but nothing. It's not real like, like taken seriously is what I want to say. And um, I think we should. We should take it very seriously. It's almost like not only in the black community, you shouldn't be depressed as a woman or have anxiety. But as a man, whoa, I really feel bad for men in the black community when it comes to saying they have anxiety or depression or they're suffering some type of mental way because it's a joke. It's not taken as seriously as, seriously as it should be. Um, I'm going to say me working in the health field. Um, I see a lot of young Caucasian men, young Caucasian women coming in saying they have anxiety, depression, sadness, suicide thoughts. And I'm just like, wow, you know, they get to say that and it gets to be okay. And we come around and say we have any type of depression, sadness, anxiety. It's like, girl, go pray. Girl, go speak to your mother. Girl, it's like taken as a joke. And it's not a joke. We do suffer. We suffer a lot. We're way more oppressed than a lot of um nationalities and races and it should be something that we talk about it should be something that's widely acceptable to talk about in the black community so me saying this and saying that i want to speak from my own experience i feel like when my mother died i suffered a lot mentally which led to physically because you're not taking care of yourself one way you're damn sure it's not helping you another and so um I suffered a lot and I didn't feel like having 15 brothers and sisters I had anyone to talk to ain't that weird um, because it's a stigma. It's like, oh, girl, bye. You shouldn't be grieving. You shouldn't have any anxiety. You shouldn't have any depression, even at 17. Um, so that's, you know, something we we really need to talk about. And I would say from our perspective, it's it it was sad. You know, I'd have I have eight sisters and six brothers and none that I can openly talk to about um what I was going through, you know, I just turned to like smoking, cigarettes heavily, drinking, smoking weed here and there. It, you know, you do things, uh, I guess in our community, we oppress it with those things. And um, I feel like if you feel like you need to see somebody, if you feel like you need to go talk to someone, therapist, uh, psychologist, whatever, to feel better, you should. You know, I didn't have a, I, I, I found out from a friend that, you know, there's grief counseling. I'm like, wow. Why wasn't that offered to me when my mother died in such a traumatic way so that I can better cope and deal? I would have loved that. I would have been so excited to talk to someone who will listen, who don't know me, and I don't really care if they judge me. So um, I felt like if you're going through those type of things that you do need to talk to someone, it is okay. You shouldn't suppress it. You shouldn't um, use drugs and everything to just like you know, throw it in the back of your mind is something that we should talk about, should focus on to gain better health. I feel like if I had a person to speak with that it could have gave me some guidance, some type of like coping method besides smoking because 
drinking was my coping method and I just felt like there should have been another way. So, um, you know, we should take those necessary uh, procedures to go find someone, anyone to talk to. It's not a stigma. It's not something that should be swept under the rug. We shouldn't have to deal with these things, internalize these things and not, you know, be happy because it's a dark place to be in when you're internalizing so much. Um, so I'm here to say you should talk to someone. Um, at the end of this, I will uh, add a link um, to places you can talk to, people you can talk to, places you can go. Um, it's important that we be informed. And you know, another thing about it too, is so sad to say, it is not in our community, even if we do want to speak to someone. It's like, go to Manhattan, go here, go there. Why is it not in Brooklyn? Why is it not spoken up? Why is it not advocated in Brooklyn where you can go to this therapist and this person to speak with? It is so crazy that I think about it when I think about like going to psychiatrists or therapists, they're always in the city. They're never in the local community. And that's the problem. Maybe if it was more... Um, localized and more spoke about we would be able to go and speak with these people so it's real sad to me that we suffer in this way but i'm just here to tell you that it is okay to speak to someone you should speak to someone um immediately if you're going through anything um and you're not feeling up like yourself it's not normal to not feel like yourself and you know what yourself should feel like so um speak to someone call someone and if you can't um another thing about it i just want to say too is also like pray about it prayer is good i'm never saying say you shouldn't pray but if you believe in whoever you pray to you should pray because that's a coping way too but speaking to someone who don't know you and can help you you know possibly help you you should do so that's like one of the main things i wanted to say and um i'm not gonna close this out because we're gonna talk about it again but just stay tuned Welcome back to Sis, Sister Information Social. Hi, guys. Today, my podcast will be about, I mean, we raising black boys, y'all. It is hard AF. Like, nobody told me it would be this hard. Um, I just had a, a, a good conversation with my son. And it's mind-boggling that I, uh, I asked him to go in a room and read his affirmations. And I asked him to read them. A couple of times because I wanted I wanted him to read it with confidence. And as he read them, I asked him which ones he believe. And he said quite a, a quite a lot of them, quite a few. And then I said, tell me the ones that you don't really believe. And uh, one of the affirmations was I am strong. And the other one was I am a leader. And when I mean that was powerful to me, because I'm over here about lifting up everybody's spirit and like enforcing confidence in everybody from a damn tree outside to, you know, the anybody that feels so down about themselves. I just want everybody to feel like confident, like confidence is key. I don't care if you the ugliest thing in the world. I don't care if you the prettiest thing in the world. Sometimes the prettiest person in the world don't have no self-confidence. And sometimes the ugliest person in the world have all the confidence and confidence is key in everything you do. I don't care if you are, um, a stylist and you're not sure about a style when you looking confident in your work, People are like, yes, you know, let me go to her. So it was pretty impactful to know that he didn't feel strong and he didn't feel like a leader, but his, he equated strongness with because he's emotional. And he said that being emotional is one of the reasons why he don't feel strong. 
guys bear with me that is a struggle and i had to explain to him this is the problem we are raising up little boys to feel like if they're emotional they are not strong they are like a punk or like just we're raising them wrong to feel like being emotional or being sensitive is not equated with strong or strength and that stressed me out because i want my son to know you are strong baby like you are strong-minded, you are strong-willed, and I don't care if you don't feel like um, you're emo because you're emotional, you know, that don't have nothing to do with strength. And that, that just, that just like did a number on my emotional health because I want him to understand no matter what, you are a strong boy and leader. Leader is powerful because, girl, I feel like I'm a leader. So if my son don't feel like he a leader, then baby, who raising you? <laughs> so, um... We didn't really get into detail about leadership and why he don't feel like he's a leader, but we're gonna touch bases on that again. But to know he don't he don't equate himself with strength or sh being strong that bothers me because we are raising boys and how are we to raise them to feel strong if we are putting them down if they think um them being too sensitive or. I don't know. And I never make him feel like being sensitive is a problem because he's the type like me. Um, when you can get your point across or you or you feel like blocked in a back in a corner, you know, I, I get emotional, too. I mean, I may seem rough, but I do get emotional. And um, so I want him I want him to understand it's OK to be emotional. And we need to teach our little boys who are going to be men. It's OK to have a sensitive side. It's OK to be emotional. And whoever is teaching these kids that they got to be rough and tough with the Afro puff. No, stop that right this minute. They don't need to feel like they got to be tough in this world. That's the problem. That's the mentality stigma thing I talked about last podcast that we think that we have to raise them up strong and they got to be strong and they got to be. Yes, we want you to be strong, but we also want you to be in touch with your sensitive side we want you to know it's okay to cry it's okay to voice your 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 you know whatever you're going through your struggles your trials you as a man how hard it is to be a man I want him to do both that's my baby I want the best for him I want him to know how smart he is I want him to know how strong he is how powerful he is how brave he is how he is a black boy who's gonna go through a lot in this world and he has to be braced for it but how could we have that discussion discussion how could we have that talk and it's just like girl I'm getting emotional even you know talking about it because you can't teach someone to be strong that's something that like I guess it comes with the territory of like everything you go through and he said he's not like me and he said he's not like me like strong like me and it's like you don't know what I had to go through to be the strong guy like I had to go through so much to get this front and I want you to know yes you can equate it with emotional yes it's okay to be emotional you don't have to be strong in a sense of knocking people out and being angry. I don't know what, what was taught to boys about being strong, but being strong is not as good as it looks. It's like, oh my, everybody who thinks you strong thinks you got it all together. So they never check on you. And it's like, I had to build this strong up and this strong is what kills me. This strong is what has me eternalizing everything. Being strong is not it all the time. And he said, he's not like me. Like, 
Makai, well, how am I? You know, I don't want you to think I'm so strong. It's like, I, I don't, I don't get like beat down. I get beat down. That's probably why I'm so strong. And I want you to understand that it's okay. You know, you guys have me up here like crying. I don't want nothing, my son, to ever feel down or like, oh my God, if I show my sins to the side, it's the end of the world. Oh, I get too emotional. So what, Makai? It's okay to be emotional. Like, I should try it some days, but it's like you grow up, you go through so much. You don't have time to be emotional. You have to boss up. And I'm tired of that mentality because it only helps you internalize things. And it's like, we need to normalize being emotional, normalize what you're going through. It's okay. The problem is we don't hear that enough in this black community. You got to be strong and you got to be rough and you got to be this and you got to be that. When are we going to be emotional? When are we going to be sensitive? When are we going to be open? The open, open yourself up to the world in the light because being strong sucks all the time because people think you got it all together because you strong. And at the end of the day, you crumble because you spent all 24 hours or 23 hours in a day strong. So when you come home and you take that bath or you get around your plants, in my case, and you you get to be emotional, it's so, it's, it's strengthening that, you know, to relieve all these tears. And it's like, this thing has done a number on my soul because raising a man don't come with a book you know and we and I don't ever want the, him to think that like y'all don't even understand this has really worked the number and so I don't I'm this podcast is more of like a, a rant <laughs> and um I eat a crying session okay be emotional cry it's okay hit hugs and kisses in the air um you know, I, I want feedback. I really want to know how is it to raise a young man, a young black man. And I mean, we are totally mind effing these kids thinking that we have to beat into boys, be strong and beat into girls, be dancing. And, it did, um, you know, and it's like, no, let these kids be who they want to be. The problem is we're so busy cultivating them to be who we want them to be. Let them be them. That's why I went, oh, boys can't play with dolls. They're going to be gay. Girls can't do this. It's too boyish. Like, no, let these kids feel like they can conquer the world and not have a stereotype or be stuck. Like, you know, it. This is a heavy one. Like I thought this is part of still um the the stigma because that's a stigma. Like, oh, you a boy, you a black boy, so be strong. Like, no, it's strong is not the only thing, baby. It's a lot of things I want you to be. You got it's it's other forms of strength. I had to tell him too, like ignoring people. Is a form of strength because sometimes I want to knock a bitch out, but I ignore. Her. So that shows me a lot of strength. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of things you can do that you can find strength. And at the end of the day, their equation in their mind of strong is being anger and being rough and tough. And that is the problem. We have mind F these kids so well that they don't even know what's going on. And neither do we. We cannot raise these kids on the same concepts that we were raised. These are new breeds. Like, what are we doing here? You know, I really want you guys to Q&A this one, to discuss this topic openly, call in whatever as far as like, we can reopen this discussion another time. Like, this one is important and it, I don't even know how to go about this. This is something I got to speak to my therapist about and kind of like get him therapy because... 
I love that Makai views me as a strong person, a mom. And the, and today is so crazy that I'm crying about this. But a little earlier, he had to write down who, who, who he admire and why. And he put me in there. And I was like, wow. And when I read it, it was dope to me how my son looked at me. He he said some very great dope things. And he, one of the, that had me cracking up, he said, you know, I love my mom. She she always had positive vibes. And I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, you put that in your, your um, essay. And, but it's good to know how your kids view you. You know, he's like, you always like, you saying, yes, you look nice. Or you go girl. Or you, I'm always uplifting somebody's spirit. And that was dope to me that my son sees that because sometimes you don't, you got to see yourself through these kids. Cause if you are a negative parent or you a nasty person or you this or you that, your kid going to get you together, honey. And if there's a kid like mine, he getting you together every five minutes. Okay. But you know, and she, she takes me to new places. She travels with me. He said some really nice things about me. And it was like, wow, to see myself or hear about or read about myself through my son's eyes was dope to me. But the conversation was doper because I had to tell him, Makai, it took a lot for me to get this strong. Kids are cruel. I was teased in, in, in your age group. So this all come, stemmed from, um, this conversation with me and him stemmed from him being teased in school about, uh, um, you know, a couple of things that I had to let him know kids are cruel, especially in your age group. I'm sure you tease kids. And do you believe the things that they are saying? No. So why are they bothering you? And that's not always a good way to like, um, to help your kid. You have to find other avenues to have these talks. Like, you know, don't let them do it. It's easy to say ignore and don't believe what they saying and you know you're not this and you know you're not that. But when we were in those stages of getting bullied and picked on, if you were, you you dealt with it how you dealt with it. So I'm telling him too, you can't always turn the cheek, Makai. You can't always ignore. And I'm just giving in certain 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 um certain one certain uh girl bye. I'm just I'm going with this one. In certain um times you have to turn the other cheek, but it's other times where you. You diss they ass back. I'm just a real black mother, honey. You joke on they ass right back, but you have to learn and pick your battles. You know, in school, when you are learning, arguing back with someone is not helping you learn. You are there to get an education. But if you catch these motherfuckers at after school, and guess I'm saying motherfuckers, you joke on they ass right back. Remember when we was upstairs and I was trying to get my learn on? Well, now I'm ready for your ass. I told him in school, when you are learning, you turn the other cheek. But the moment you get in after school or recess, then you cuss their ass out. Not words, like cursing them. But you go back and joke on their ass. Look at your sneakers. That's why your mama did. I don't care. Say what you got to say. Because kids are damn cruel. And we went through this. So all that ignore. How much times I'm going to tell Makai? Ignore Makai. Don't worry about it, Makai. No, this is our actually getting to my baby. And this is where it's like... What do I do at this point? Do I tell him to do this? Do I tell him to do that? Do I, you know, do I give him the mother way of dealing with it? Or I have to give him the millennial 2019 way of dealing with it. That's my discussion. I need you guys to just hit me back. What would you do in my situation? Um, you know, society says turn the other cheek, ignore, but these kids are different type of breeds of kids, honey, and they are suffering. And I don't want my son to be one of those kids bullied into hurting himself or harming himself. Cause I'm not that type of mother. That's just going to go walk with peace with it. Okay. God know my heart. I'm gonna be crazy. So I want you guys to let me know what y'all feel, how y'all think I should handle this situation with my kid. And the, this, we're going to still discuss how we are raising these young boys. How are we raising men, especially like 
if if they're not around a lot of positive role models, you understand? Like I said, when I was growing up, I didn't have a role model. I had women I can take things from, like, oh, you know what? Well, I like her style, or oh, I like how she's educated, or I like how she do this, or I like. I had women, but then I have one person I admired and looked up to, and was like, oh my God, I gotta be like this lady. No. So therefore, if you don't have a lot of positive role models in your life, then you have to cultivate people that you admire and you want to be around. That's saying is true if you have five broke four broke friends you're the fifth if you have four um four rich people you're around you're the fifth you have to be around these people or admire these people and do what these people are doing that you feel like is doing something and going somewhere and i feel like even when it comes to your kid who you have them around is imperative it's important to have them around people that's doing and going and the things that you want them to see and do if I want my son to be an astronaut, I'm not saying I'm going to be, be I'm going to know who an astronaut is, but you're going to research and you're going to try to get him in, in areas that's going to get them to be like the people they want to be. Let these kids be who they want to be, honey. That is the problem. We are trying to make these kids what they are not. Let them be themselves. Anyway, going back to the end of this, thank you for tuning in to Sess sister information social please 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 give me you guys your feedback what are we doing here as parents how do we help raise up these boys why do we use why do we have these boys thinking that strength have anything to do with emotions it does not let's talk about it ladies thank you